right, everyone. Welcome back to the Fantasy Scape Podcast. I am your host once again, returning from our like what, like two, two to three week break, holiday break. Yeah, yeah. Um, and today we're going to be continuing our series on evaluating the 2021 class and uh labeling some buy lows and sell highs that we like um they were going to be talking about everyone's favorite or least favorite position depending on which one you have uh tight ends i feel like tight ends are like kind of the forgotten position in a lot of fantasy drafts like Everyone is clamoring to find like Justin Jefferson's or Jonathan Taylor's, but like people are lower than consensus, I guess, on like the Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts of the world. Um, before we start, uh, just general question: Do you guys like uh, tight end premium or not? I love it. I like it. Yeah, I like tight end premium. I love anything that puts more value on like positions like you just said that are undervalued, such as tight end. And then obviously yeah. same with quarterback, super flex. I love that too. Yeah, six point passing touchdown super flex is the way to go. Yeah. It makes it a little more even. Those rushing guys aren't just totally overpowered. All right. Well, like we said, we're going to get into uh actually before we get into that, can we take a second and recognize uh the greatest rookie season of all time in one Zachary Wilson. Uh <laughs> According to PFF, he has a higher rushing grade than Jonathan Taylor. Now, yeah, I, I've uh, seen that. Now, am I saying he's better than Jonathan Taylor? Absolutely, yes, I am. Um, I mean, let's just take like the next hour and a half to recognize the GOAT, Zach, Zach Wilson. No, He's just kidding. amazing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. If you, look, you should... up, look up Zach Wilson on Player Profiler <laughs> and look at his picture. Yeah, it's like... Uh... Jim Carrey, isn't Jim it? Carrey. I was not expecting that. <laughs> Why? Why is that? Zach Wilson is better than Lamar Jackson. He's better than Kyler Murray. He's better than Tom Brady. He's just. I just, he... just want to say that uh, Zach Wilson has a higher yards per carry than Jonathan Taylor, uh, exactly. and that therefore means he's actually better. Exactly. Like quite yeah. honestly. Is he in the MVP conversation? Without a doubt. Yeah. No, yeah. he is. He is the he MVP, is the MVP conversation. <laughs> there is no conversation about it. Is the conversation. Basically, what the takeaway from this episode is, Zach Wilson, not only is he better than your favorite quarterback, he's better than your favorite running back, too. He's better than anyway. your favorite team. And, like, the whole team. Yeah. Better than all of them. By, yeah, by himself. Yeah. Hashtag suck it forever. <laughs> anyway, um, on a serious note, uh, yeah, tight ends. Uh, so this is kind of a general question. What do you guys look for when it comes to 
uh, if you want to invest in a fantasy tight end. Very similar to receivers, just like target share. And then um, with that, just their usage, like on, like in the red zone, because especially tight ends, they get used a lot there. Yeah. And then I really like to look for athleticism also, because that means um, they're kind of like QB or offense proof. Like they'll be used regardless of a changing coach or QB. Right. And then Great. like with like, same with like other, I guess it goes with target share receiving threats in the offense. Like if you look at Kelsey and Andrews, like Kelsey really is only competing with Tyreek and Andrews. Um, he's going to be competing with Rashad Bateman and Marquise, but I think there will still be enough to go around because Andrews is so good. Yeah. Yeah, I think unlike wide receiver, like where you can be like relatively like unathletic or you can be really athletic and not that great. Like, like I just feel like the freak athletes are always the best at that position. Just like looking mm-hmm. like like Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey, like Mark Andrews and George Kittle. It's like, because they're like pretty much offensive linemen, like wide receiver combos. You just have to be a f- like complete freak uh, to be th- to threaten both ways. Uh, so yeah. athleticism uh, is by far the most trait, like, important trait for me in general. And then if I'm looking to invest like a lot of, re- if I'm trying to get one of those top tight ends, uh, I look for if they have plays designed around them. Like, cause if you're looking for like the number one, if that tight end is like the number one weapon on the team and like you're in a tight end premium league, that's just like super valuable. Right. I feel like, um, um, I feel like when it comes to, uh, tight end, one of the least important things in my opinion is draft capital. Um, obviously if a guy is taken in the first round, he's worth like, it's worth something. But if you think about like the top tight ends in the league, like George Kittle, fifth round pick, Travis Kelsey, second round pick, Mark Andrews, no, Travis Kelsey was a third, I think. Mark Andrews, second, uh, there's really only like Kyle Pitts who was like, an early first round pick. So I feel like at overall athleticism is way more important when it comes to tight ends than just like pure draft capital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's harder to evaluate uh, tight ends. Uh, right. Uh, going into the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, to add to your point with the draft capital, just think Drew Sample was a second round pick. Oh my God. Yeah, and like Hayden Hurst was a first round pick before yeah. Lamar Jackson. Darren Waller was. He might have been a wide receiver. Yeah, I don't even. Know he, was he was drafted, drafted as a wide receiver. I thought. Oh yeah, I just oh. know he was on like the Ravens practice squad. How do you not realize you have that dude on your practice squad, and then John Gruden does? <laughs> like he was like a drug addict. Yeah, he he had he some uh, like, he had some problems. That yeah. he's been dealing with. Yeah, he was picked in the sixth round. Yeah, 28th pick, 2015. He's in the 99th percentile of athletes. So he's in the 100th percentile of 40-yard dash. 
Yeah. The only tight end I can think of that was like drafted in the first round in the East or not was like Gronkowski. Yeah, no, Gronk was a second round. Yeah, Gronk was second. Oh, Gronk was second round. Yeah. Yeah. Round two, pick ten. Okay, it was still high draft capital. Yeah, especially for the Patriots because they would have had a trade up to get that ten. Or anyway, what, what was that trade that they pulled off to get that ten? I can't remember. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember it. Anyway, um, so the 2021 class, there's really only like two tight ends, I think, that are like fantasy relevant right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those those being, obviously, uh, Kyle Pitts and Pat Fryermuth. So Kyle Pitts, uh, you know, not really much to say about him. I mean, if he has, I think he's on pace to break like the rookie tight end receiving record. Um, the problem is he really only has one touchdown and zero touchdowns on American soil, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, look when it comes to any fantasy position, you're pretty much just chasing opportunity and hoping uh, touchdown efficiency comes with it because touchdowns are one of the hardest things to predict when it comes to any receiver. Um, And Kyle Pitts is still a low-end tight end one in fantasy points per game, even though he's only scored one touchdown. So, uh. If you can get him at low end tight end one prices, I would buy, but I don't think anyone's selling Kyle Pitts low, so he's probably just a hold for me. Uh, anyone else have any thoughts about Kyle Pitts? Yeah, I used to. I was thinking, like, even just earlier today that he was like a good sell, but I think he's much better as a hold. Uh, like you just said, because yeah, that touchdown only having one touchdown, especially being like, like going into the league, I thought like what his like role would be, it would be like a red zone target, and maybe it just takes the uh, the Atlanta Falcons to like realize they're being dumb, yeah, uh, and give him those targets, and he like he's closing in on like a thousand yard season, and he's like at twenty one, like he's only twenty one. Uh, it seems like it really matters for tight ends and athletic positions. Um, like, yeah, he's like top five in points per game or top five in uh, total fantasy points. So I think he's a good hold because eventually his I feel like his value is going to be insane and you're getting like a, t- like a top player at that position that can really only get better when that touchdown regression hits. If you're, uh, especially if you're in tight end premium leagues where you get like a premium for catches, like he's getting catches and targets. So that's pretty much all you're looking for when it comes to the tight end premium leagues. Yeah. Uh, where's the stat? I saw a stat on Twitter. Hold on. You guys know what I'm talking about? Is like a PFF thing. Maybe like, I'm trying to think. Oh, is it like him a, against press? Yeah, like outside press. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, there I think he was highest like PFF, to... re- highest PFF receiving 
receiving grade out wide versus press in 2021. Number one, Justin Jefferson, no surprise. Number two is Kyle Pitts above DeAndre Hopkins, Antonio Brown, and A.J. Brown. That's ridiculous. It's incredible. That is so ridiculous. Just kind of funny. Uh, doesn't really have anything to do with our evaluation here, but yeah. Yeah, he definitely yeah. should be not utilized like a regular tight end. I'm not, I actually haven't watched much Kyle Pitts. Uh, like highlights or anything. Yeah. So I actually don't know how they're using him, but I haven't looked he really much, seems but... like I'm not calling him Calvin Johnson, but I feel like you should use him as if you have Calvin Johnson. <laughs> That's interesting. He's actually number eight in red zone targets. Oh, I see that. Tight end. Yeah. So I yeah. guess it just hasn't gone his way. Yeah, the intention's probably there, so that's good. He's number two in air yards. That's funny. Yeah, he has like Uh, almost 15 yards per catch, which for a tight end is just like ridiculous. It's like deep threat numbers. Exactly. Uh, Well, the only other guy to talk about really is Pat Fryermuth. Um... Kind of eating off of touchdown efficiency. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on, let me pull him up real quick. I always forget how to spell this guy's name. There we go. Yeah, uh, he is. Num- he's number three in red zone targets for tight ends. Um. Actually, number no, never mind. He's number five in total touchdowns for tight ends. Uh, ever since Eric Ebron was, I think he was injured. Is he still injured, or is he just not playing? Doesn't really matter. But ever since Eric Ebron was out of the lineup, Pat Fryermuth has just been like dominating targets and receptions and touchdowns for the Steelers. Uh, these Steelers. Receivers are going to be something to monitor in the offseason, depending on what they do with their QB situation. I don't know. Are you guys looking to to uh, buy Pat Fryermuth? Or if you had him, would you be looking to sell right now? I'd probably sell. Yeah. I, I feel like his value is pretty high. And yeah. they have a crowded receiver room. And it's not like Pitts, where he's just like so athletic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I would be looking to sell. Just yeah, due honestly, to the fact that his value is so high. We'll get into this later, but I, I feel like like guys like Dalton Schultz and like Hunter Henry are like better values at their current price than Pat Fryerman. Yeah, definitely. I'm with that because he's yeah, tight at eight right either. now. Yeah. And tight ends can play well into their 30s for the most part. Like, look at, like, Kelsey. Yeah. He's still, like, I think he's number two, right? Yep, number two. He's 33. Yeah. Yeah, even with seven touchdowns, he's only the PPR uh, 13 tight end. And he's yeah. played every game. Uh, he's only had below... Fifty percent snap share in three games. 
Yeah, so um ooh, excuse me. Um let's see any other rookies or even worth noting? I don't think so. I don't know. To be next, honest, I don't even the know next, the other rookies. Uh, Maybe isn't Brevin Houston, Jordan. Is that the Houston's? Yeah, I feel like Brevin Jordan might be like the sneaky buy right now because oh. he costs like literally nothing. Yeah, he's he's only like a thousand points, or th- like he's rated as like a thousand on Keep Trade Cut. Look at his snap share real quick. Uh, I have no clue what Houston's tight end situation is like. I'm gonna be honest; I haven't watched pretty much any Houston Texans game because. I have respected for myself. Yeah. Um, I don't want to watch, watch Rex Burkhead for... somehow run for 150 yards and two touchdowns. You got to watch out for Jeff Driscoll, the quarterback turning tight end. Maybe the next <laughs> exactly. Darren Waller. Yeah. He's that... not too bad, honestly. He's having like a around a 50% snap share and he's had uh nine or more fantasy points in the last in like three out of four games that he was healthy so he might be maybe if we could say like a third rounder for him might be worth doing I don't know yeah and he's only 21 yeah. usually especially at tight end like young players uh, it's all built on the athleticism and they're still growing yeah yeah I don't know it's not nothing to get too excited about, but you know, just someone to yeah keep your eye on, I guess, in the off season. I just don't like his agility. With their, uh, his he's not very athletic. Yeah, but, no. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, well. That was a quick evaluation of that class. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, let's get into some buy lows and sell highs for the tight end position. Uh, I mentioned Pat Fryermuth earlier. Um, right now, according to Keep Trade Cut, you can send Pat Fryermuth uh, by himself. And I think you can get Hunter Henry and a second back. Like, I would do that trade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or even if I had to do, like, Pat Frymuth and a third for Hunter Henry and a second, like, I would do that pretty easily. Um, We think Hunter Henry is, uh, he's 27, but tight ends age like differently than every other position they actually last pretty long i'd say yeah and uh, good ones look at kelsey yeah and gonzalez played for 17 seasons yeah so uh and i think hunter henry like is like has like one of the best tight end deals like in the league right now like is it a three-year or four-year deal of new england because they put out some big money for him. Let me look at his contract. It, it was like $30, $30 million, I think, for like 
three or four years. Yeah, they signed uh, Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. I mean, Jonu Smith is like one of the best blocking titans in the league right now, stat wise. Yeah. Yeah, he has guaranteed money until the end of 2023, Hunter Henry. Yeah. By the, and by the way, Hunter Henry is marginally uh, better in fantasy points per game. And Fryermuth. Yeah, if you yeah. can, if you can trade a uh, uh, Pat Fryermuth for Hunter Henry plus Hunter Henry plus, like that might be something I'm willing to explore because they're both kind of operating at their ceiling right now. Like, like they're both kind of eating off with touchdowns. Um, I don't really see them getting any like better unless they go absolutely crazy in terms of touchdowns but like yeah yeah any other uh spells you guys have uh let me take a look i say i don't know how controversial this is but tj hawkinson might be a sell for me I was about to bring that up just because of the, but the thing is his values just fallen so far in the last. Yeah. Yeah. He's for me, he's a buy just because of his yeah. value drop. And yeah, the talent's like there. Rebuild, also. If you're in yeah. rebuild, TJ Hawkinson would be an amazing buy. I think that's where I'm at, Nick. I just don't like uh, the QB situation there. Yeah. I don't know how, sustainable Jared Goff can be. Um, but, I mean, he's cheap enough. What's adjacent to him in value right now? Uh, a mid-first. Yeah, my year. thought process is just that Goff to, uh, is going to be there probably next season and then out. Uh, likely they're going to, like, hopefully they do bad enough where they get, like, What's his name? Bryce Young or uh, mm-hmm. CJ Stroud? Uh, I think the Lions. It's weird. I have faith in the Lions being bad, and that therefore I have faith in TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, you have faith in the tank god Jared Goff. Exactly. <laughs> At least the tank's going to yeah. be entertaining with. Uh... Oh wow! If you can trade Travis Etienne right now for TJ Hawkinson, yeah, you definitely do that. Yeah. Uh, a mid first. I probably appropriate range. Yeah. I don't know if personally I would do that. Yeah, I don't think I would go for that because I like that mid first. I would probably just trade for like Dalton Schultz for like a mid first plus maybe like an early second. I feel like that would be a trade I'd be more willing to do, but uh, it's not bad, like a mid first. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't exactly know what you're going to get from TJ Hawkinson next year. So I would, yeah, I would trade Michael Carter and like maybe a third for TJ if someone would do that. Yeah, yeah, I, that would be I just don't love Michael be. Carter. 
You know, he's like he's a smaller guy, so mm-hmm. someone's still yeah, like, high on him. I'd do that. Like I said, if you could trade Travis Etienne for uh, TJ Hawkinson, yeah, that'd be definitely something I'm looking to explore. Um, but yeah, earlier in the season when he was like valued, uh, he was like a top three tight end at one point. Uh, that would I, I would have been looking to sell at that point, um, but he's gotten low enough to the point where I could consider buying him. Um, anyone else you guys have as uh, sell highs? No, I don't have anyone else. Yeah, I don't really have anybody else that's ranked high enough to be considered a sell high. I feel like tight end is just like such like a crapshoot. Like, yeah, if you don't have one of the top four, I guess guys. Like, you're There's such like a scrambling. wide gap. Yeah, I feel like having. So this is gonna unless anybody else has any sells, uh, I'm gonna go into my favorite buy. Uh, mm-hmm. And like how you're saying it's a crapshoot. That's why I really like place an emphasis on having one of the best tight ends. Uh, especially if you're not if, like there's a limited amount of like players in your league, not like positions. It's like maybe like one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, like tight end becomes so important. And then so in tight end premium leagues, I just want to just mention how crazy this one specific person is. So the difference between this player and the average starting player at his position uh, is the same as having Stefan Diggs or Robbie Anderson. Uh, and that's going from the best to average. So I'm going to stop speaking in riddles. It's Mark Andrews. Uh, oh, yeah. In tight end premium leagues. Uh, in a tight end premium league, he is the third highest scoring flex player. He's above Devontae Adams. Justin Jefferson, Austin Eckler, like he, this man does not have injury history. Uh, he in non-tight end premium leagues, he's the ninth. Uh, I watched him play against the Bengals this weekend. He made us look uh, like children out there. He made Josh Johnson look like Lamar Jackson. Uh, he's, he's just actually so good. He's literally he has shown a history of being good these last three weeks that he is. For sure, quarterback proof because you know three quarterbacks in three weeks. Yeah, the thing and, he's just the number one weapon on that offense, and that's like all you want to. That's like the most important thing you want to look for. Uh, he's only twenty six years old, so he gets twenty seven next season. Yeah, uh, and that could be five more years of production. And if you just look at what he's done this season, he really just looks like the next coming of like Travis Kelsey. I don't think he's going to be as good, but Mark Andrews has in tight end premium leagues 315 uh, fantasy points, and Travis Kelsey has done that twice. So, uh, and the season's not even over. You have one yeah. more game until it's like comparable. Yeah, and uh, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Mark Andrews only has like 14 more yards to break the Ravens' single season receiving yard record. So That's he's got to do it. Yeah, Mark, right. like he's he's valued next to like Nick Chubb, DK Metcalf, and 
like Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, I think it's absolutely worth selling your like old good running back for Mark Andrews. I I, I pulled up uh, while while you were talking, I pulled up some uh, trades completed in real dynasty leagues on the DLF trade finder for Mark Andrews. And I'm going to read some of them out. And I want you guys to tell me if you would take the Andrews side or the other side. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so this guy trades Antonio Brown and Mark Andrews for Christian McCaffrey, Jerry Judy, Evan Ingram. Oh, my God, I'm taking the Mark Andrews side. Yeah, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews side, definitely. That's close with Christian McCaffrey, but I'd my problem is he's so injury more, prone. Like what I'd they're doing to him in Carolina, stable asset in Andrews. Yeah. All right, T.J. Hawkinson, another guy we discussed, and Jordan Love for Mark Andrews. That's that's pretty clear, Mark Andrews for me. Yeah. Yeah. We. Mm-hmm. I just. I haven't don't like Love enough. And Mark Andrews, T.J. Hawkinson is just a risk. I feel like there's, yeah. like, obviously there's risk involved with anybody, but if you just, like, ignore that, like, there's no risk in Mark Andrews. Right. Uh, Mark Andrews in a fourth for T.J. Hawkinson in a second. Yeah, I'm taking the Mark yeah, Andrews, Andrews. Side. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. All these are super flex, by the way. If that yeah. changes it uh, here's an interesting one. Trey Lance for Deontay Johnson and Mark Andrews in super flex. I'm definitely taking the Mark Andrews yeah. side. Me too. Like, I'd have to take him. Trey Lance is a question mark. Yeah, he's Deontay so Johnson also is like a great buy. Yeah. Like Deontay Johnson's honestly like the Mark Andrews of receivers. Uh, wide receivers because he has like absolutely nobody playing for him at quarterback. Oh, uh, he has Hall of Fame quarterback Ben Roethlisberger actually. Who? Good point. All right, uh, we'll go through two more: Chuba Hubbard, Carolina running back, Mark Andrews. For Calvin Ridley and Noah Fant. Ooh, Andrews. Yeah, if if Calvin Ridley were playing, it'd yeah, be it would be a bigger que- like question mark on that. But but since there's so much uncertainty about Ridley, I I have not heard an update at all about anything no. regarding the Ridley. And I hope yeah. he's feel. I hope he's starting to just feel better and get better. But I don't heard. think he. He's done with football. Like I don't no. think he's gonna retire, but there is that possibility. Um. So yeah, I, I'd take the Andrew side. I don't think that's a bad trade, though. No. I don't think that's a bad trade. Not bad one at all. Uh, here's another interesting one. Uh, DeAndre Swift and a 22 first for Cooper Cup and Mark Andrews. Where is the 2022 first? It doesn't say. Oh. Mm. Honestly, I like that for both sides. Yeah, I like that like, for both. It sounds like the dude who's getting Mark Andrews and uh, Cooper Cup is just like going all in next year. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have Andrews and Cup, to be honest. I, don't, I think I, mean, I would lean that side too. Um, but I think I it's another one of those. Andrew Swift's necessarily injury prone, but like it's happened a lot. Yeah, and quite a bit. I don't know. The shelf life for tight ends and receivers, as we discussed, is a lot longer. My only uh, issue with DeAndre Swift beyond like that injury stuff is that he's like I know like TJ Hawkinson's a weapon, but like they haven't used like they've kind of just been like force feeding DeAndre Swift and I don't know if that'll continue like that in the future. It, like I think depends, I still think he's like, they, one of the top running backs. Yeah. Uh top receiving backs in the league, which is just always useful to have. Yeah. It's I mean, just, with Amon Ross St. Brown now just picking up the pace in that receiving game for them. They might not force feed uh DeAndre Swift too too much. But who knows? Yeah, I'd imagine they'd want to lower his touches a little yeah. bit. Alright, I know I said one more, but I lied. This one's also pretty interesting. Uh Mark Andrews and Nick Chubb for Kyle Pitts in a twenty three first. I'm t- this one's really uh, close. Yeah. I think I'm taking Pitts in the first. Yeah, I mean, it just probably depends what your situation is. Though. Yeah, for me, that's the... a really good trade to make if you're in a rebuild. Yeah, it just depends what you are. I just like Mark Andrews so much that I'd take Andrews, but like I could totally see if you're in a rebuild and you uh, want to get like Kyle Pitt, especially if you're in a long rebuild. Uh, yeah, that I think it could be good for both people. Yeah, those 23 yeah. picks are going to pay yeah, off. Yeah, I, I want well. that 2023 pick a lot. All right. Well, that was a long Mark Andrews discussion. Um, it should be longer. <laughs> probably. Uh, another buy I really like, and I feel like this guy isn't quite respected as much as he should be, is Dalton Schultz. He's top. He's number seven right now in fantasy points per game and half PPR. I think this is, but he's number six in targets, uh, number one in snap share, number seven in air yards, uh, number seventeen in red zone targets. I mean, there's not really much to not like about Dalton Schultz. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, this is playing with Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup uh, in the Cowboys offense. Like, I don't know. Like, like, you want pieces of this Cowboys passing offense, especially going towards the future, uh, because uh, Michael Gallup will probably leave, maybe. That's what I'm expecting right now. And which just makes it a more concentrated passing offense. And I mean, Dak is, I know Dak's kind of had an up and down season, but like he's still a top quarterback in the league on an extremely pass friendly offense. Like you just want pieces of this Cowboys offense. And if I could get Dalton Schultz for the cheap, like I'm willing to do that. With Dalton Schultz, too, like, I don't know why, but I was kind of under the impression that he was, like, touchdown dependent. There was no base base for that. Like, he only has six touchdowns, 
And right. like I was looking at some of the other tight ends, like Hunter Henry, he had nine. And Dalton Schultz has 733 receiving yards. That's, I would say that's a good indicator of a tight end that's actually pretty reliable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you can get him for the price of Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, Lord. To Keep track, <laughs> do that. Baker, Please Baker do Mayfield, that. Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I don't know why he's so cheap. Like, go go buy Dalton Schultz. Yeah, you can get him for like a mid second. Like, come on, y'all. And he's only like he's not old. He's like, twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Like, twenty five years old. He's younger than Mark Andrews. That's, I, I this is actually shocking. How like, like I'd feel comfortable starting him in my flex. Yeah, honestly, I'd in tight end premium. I would probably rather start Dalton Schultz than Pat Fryer. That might be controversial, but like, I'm with it. I'm with it too. Yeah, you chase opportunities and just hope touchdown efficiency comes when it comes to these tight ends. Like you just yeah. choose the better offense exactly. like, as well. Like especially seeing what the Cowboys can be. Like on paper, they should have like maybe the best offense in the NFL. Yeah. And just more than just like your touchdown like percentage, just how often they get in the red zone to be even that situation in the first place. Exactly. All right. Once again, I pulled up Dalton Schultz on the trade finder. Dalton Schultz for David Njoku and Irv Smith Jr. Come on, man. (laughs) Give me Dalton Schultz. Every day of the week and twice on Sunday in that trade. That is ridiculous. Actually, what's going on with Irv Smith? I think uh, I think uh, he's like fine, but he's just like injured. Like, yeah, he was supposed oh. to be like a. Uh, I would still take Dalton Schultz, but he was supposed to be like a uh, a breakout candidate. So that's true. Out on that, he might be worth. Stash, but like you're, you're sacrificing the now production of Dalton Schultz. Also, I'd be a little concerned with Conklin. He's kind of had a little bit of a breakout. That's, That's true. true. All right, here's a here's a here's a probably a realistic one: uh, a 2022 second and a 2024 second for Dalton Schultz. I know technically this might be an overpay according to Keep Trade Cut, but I still want Dalton Schultz in that case. Like, that's like not the value and potential. Drastic overpay. Yeah, well, it's, it's not like a drastic overpay, in my opinion. It's like we said, everything's a risk in Dynasty, and yeah. like the upside of that trade is that you get one of the top tight ends, like in the exactly. league going forward. So that is very valuable. So I, w- I would be willing to do that too. Yeah, and you have no idea what's going to be in that 2024 class. Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah, guess especially in the idea. second round. In the second round, it really just depends who breaks out that year. Mm-hmm. Here's another no-brainer: a 2022 second for Deontay Foreman, whatever, and Dalton Schultz. Schultz. Yeah, I don't get how people are selling. Schultz. Come on, like who are you taking in the second round over Dalton Schultz? 
seriously. Exactly. And like, these are I, all. I like, genuinely can't even think of somebody's name. Like these are like all twelve man league like, stats, right? Uh, yes, this one is a twelve man league. Yeah. Like Who's maybe be like person strong, like Chris Olave. Maybe if he gets faded enough, like as, those guys are like the thirteenth best player. Like, at least they're way riskier than Dalton Schultz. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. A twenty-five-year-old top eight tight end in the league that honestly, like he could do better if he gets just luckier with touchdowns. Right. <clears throat> okay, here's one that may that I would probably take the other side. Dalton Schultz for DJ Chark in a 2022 first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It depends where the first round is. If -hmm. it's like the very last pick, then maybe I'd lean Schultz, but if it's like a mid first, uh, I'll take the first. Yeah, I want that first. And then DJ Chark, I don't think he's, I don't think he's just a throw-in. I don't think people could, could treat him like that. I think he is gonna be relevant. I don't know how, but he is a good player. He might be another one of those sneaky stashes that you can get for cheap. Um, but yeah, I, I'd probably take the first there, unless it's mm-hmm. like really, really late. Yeah, All I right. agree. If it was just a first, a late first, straight up for Dalton Schultz, I'm probably still. T- I'm think I'm taking Dalton Schultz. Uh, but like DJ Chark. Is I thought he was way overrated going into the season, right? Uh, but I think that Trevor Lawrence, like, has the tools to like feed a DJ. Desperately, shark. desperately need like a an X receiver. Yeah, like Marvin Jones is only getting older. I don't think Lavisca Chenault's like an X receiver by any means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Uh, DJ Shark is being underrated. Okay, these next two trades are head scratchers. Dalton Schultz for Jalen Guyton and Miko Hardman. That's, oh my God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm in shock. What are we doing here? Oh my this God. next one's now you can like look at a player and be like twenty five <laughs> years old, top production, hate him. <laughs> I want Mister Brick from hand, Brick for hands. Give, like, me God, give, me, give me Jalen Guyton. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think like the Guyton guy offered the trade for Guyton for Schultz straight up, and then the Schultz guy's like, mm, I feel like I'm getting fleeced here. <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, funnier if he, be funnier if the you had like Jalen Guyton and uh Nicole Hardman uh and then he sent you that it's just yeah. like instant accept all right Terrace Marshall get this for Kenyon Drake and Dalton Schultz oh lord Oh. This is the sound of me banging my head against my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 
Why I can't I be it. in a dynasty league with some of these people? <laughs> Jesus, how sneaky is this guy? Those people. Curtis Samuel on hard mode. Yeah, yeah. Curtis Samuel straight up for Dalton Schultz. All right, look, I like Curtis Samuel. Yeah, that's a no. <laughs> that's just a straight up no. Let me check uh, Dalton Schultz ranks among like all flex players because like. Are people just discrediting him because he's a tight end? I don't know what's going on here, but it's like ridiculous. This. You can keep going. I'll, I'll, I'll apply the stats later. Uh, here's kind of an interesting one. Actually, no, this is very one-sided as well. This was completed last month. Brandon Ayuk and Dolan Schultz for Clyde Edwards-Alaire. They give me the Schultz side. Yeah. Yeah, Dalton not... Schultz in tight end premium has about as many fantasy points as Hunter Renfro, Marquise Brown, DJ Moore, and Aaron Jones. Wow. Jesus. And people are Higher just like, hey, let me check what his season average is. Because that's like pretty easy to just look at. Just be like, yeah, yeah, like fourteen point three points at the tight end position. Like, hell yeah! If my tight end scored fourteen point three points every game, I'd be ecstatic. Exactly. Dalton Schultz for Jimmy Garoppolo. Give me Dalton Schultz. Yeah, pretty obvious there. Mentioning. Um, not really. A Cole Komet straight up for Dalton Schultz. Give me Dalton Schultz. Like, how on earth? I don't understand people's thought process. Yeah, these are just real head scratchers. If you've learned nothing from listening to this entire series it's that you should send out offers for Dalton Schultz right now. It doesn't <laughs> hurt to offer like Jalen Guyton yeah. and McCole Hardman for Dalton Schultz. Even if you have like a 22 second. Actually I, I don't know if I'd be willing to trade picks right now. Trade away picks just because they're going to get more valuable in the offseason but if you have like a, a guy like a uh, well, obviously, Jalen Guyton, Cole Hartman. But even if you have, he's, he's ranked around all the triples. Yeah, if you have like a Juju, like I think Juju's a fine buy right now, but. Juju didn't even produce like Dalton Schultz last year. Like, uh, it, uh, Juju didn't even produce as well as Dalton Schultz in his healthy season last year versus what Dalton Schultz is doing this year. If that makes sense, I don't know if that. I don't know if I explained that well. Yeah, and Dalton Schultz is PFF, so it isn't just like opportunity he has like an 80 pff grade 78 no he's like actually a good player he's so he's just like actually good like actually let me check what friar says 
even if you can trade like a Ramondre Stevenson straight up for Dalton Schultz, like I like Ramondre, but he's a committee back at best. Like his only upside is being the lead guy in the committee. Yeah, like Firemuth only has a seventy point two or seventy one point two PFF grade at the moment. So like like a whole ten points bigger uh, PFF grade on a better offense like consistently scores more points and is only two years older and is less touchdown dependent. His keep trade cut is concerning. This guy kept a mid-second traded Adam Thielen and cut Dalton Schultz. You need to be evaluated, bud. (laughs) Uh, I'm looking at that one right now, too. What? (laughs) That's a real head scratcher. I don't know what's going on with that guy. Another guy Um, similar to Dalton Schultz, I don't know if we want to keep continuing, is Dawson Knox. Yeah, that's another solid buy. Yeah. Like, he's actually, uh, per game, uh, is only .5 points lower than Dalton Schultz. And he's tied to Josh Allen for a long... They're pretty much like the same... Honestly, these people just look like the same player on a different offense. But like, both are really good. Real. My only... I mean, I don't I don't think you're saying you would take Knox over uh, Schultz, but like, he does have nine touchdowns and has a way lower like target share than Schultz, so... Oh, you're right. He does have nine touchdowns. Yeah, I haven't looked entirely into it. He only 538 yards. He has a 62.2 PFF grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's he valued at on keep trade cut? Uh, around Schultz. Yeah, 3400. Yeah, compared to 3100 for I'm Schultz. Taking Schultz wait, 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 over wait. Him. wait, wait. Why? Why is Dawson Knox higher than Schultz? Someone explain that. Couldn't tell you. That's that's puzzling right there. Yeah, it's like a good amount above. Yeah, I would take Dawson Knox one for one for Dalton Schultz, please. Dawson Knox for Schultz plus. Do it immediately. Exactly. Even if it's just like Schultz plus a third. Like... Mike Gusecki is ranked 12. Hmm. Mike Gusecki's interesting. Yeah. He's like a freak athlete. Like mm-hmm. He has 100 targets. He has 102 targets and 67 receptions. He only has two touchdowns. Yeah. Honestly, I Mike Asicki could be a buy. I do think he is a free agent next year, maybe. So maybe that's why his value is a little deflated. Well, the thing but... is, on Keep Trade Cut, his value is like Barely moved. I mean, he is number three in targets for tight ends, which is pretty good. Yeah. Pretty much like a slot wide receiver. Yeah. He's like Kyle Pitts, just like worse in every way, pretty much. Yeah. Since the season started, like, Gusecki's. He has double the touchdowns. Double the touchdowns of of Kyle Pitts, though. (laughs) <laughs> that's so ridiculous how has Kyle Pitts just been so unlike have teams just been selling out to stop Kyle Pitts in the red zone and that's why Cordell Patterson's broken out 
Maybe. Uh, maybe, maybe I don't or know. Where the Falcons are just like actual like crap <laughs> in the red zone as usual. There's a reason Young Way Koo is a top fantasy kicker every year. Like literally, all you have to do, like, how tall is are your corners and safeties? Like six foot one. Like yeah, this dude's five like... inches taller with like a like way longer wingspan. You can just you can just stand in the end zone and you could throw it to him. They could probably jump and not reach it. Observe what the Bengals do with T. Higgins. Translate that to Kyle Pitts. Yeah, Six this seven. isn't for this episode, but go out and buy T. Higgins. Yeah, definitely. Just, his, just I it. mean, his value's just yeah. been climbing and climbing. Thanks. Uh, how long have we been recording? Uh, I can tell you that right uh, now. Fifty-two minutes. minutes. Yeah. About just at fifty three minutes right now, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, probably. Well, we still have running backs to do, don't we? Yeah, we have running backs next week to do. Can we really, really quick talk about George Kittle? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like, what would you guys want for George Kittle right now? Because I think, like, I see the injury history, but. Like, he seems, like, super underrated. I'm like selling he's, high. He's ridiculous. Yeah. Or buying high? Buying high, you mean? Well, I mean, like, if I have him, I'd sell him oh. high. I wouldn't be selling him oh, low. Okay. I feel like... Yeah. It, it, I mean, it just depends on the person. I feel like right now would be a buy low time for him. Yeah. Despite what he's doing. Because the injury history still lingers in a lot of people's minds. If I had right, Travis Kelsey, up. which I do, uh, I'd be trying to get George Kittle for drafts. Actually, I'd first try Mark Andrews, but I pulled up some uh, George Kittle trades. Would you guys rather have George Kittle or Hunter Henry in a first twenty-two first? That's really close for me. Ooh, yeah, that's that, close. Oh, that's yeah. close because I like it, Hunter Henry. <laughs> it depends where the first is. Yeah. Was a late first, I'd probably lean Kittle, but if it was like a if it's a mid, it's a coin toss for me. But if it's an early, I'm definitely taking the uh, Henry and route and round trade. Yeah, let's see. But another thing with Kittle what? is that we just don't know what the offense is going to look like with under Lance Trey Lance. Because what if Trey Lance just becomes like Cam Newton and takes all the touchdowns? For yeah. Himself? Well, I mean touchdowns haven't. Oh, really been like George Kittle's big, yeah, big, uh, not that, not that thing. great. Touchdown this year, he's his career. Yeah, this year he's leading it. He has his best season touchdown wise with six. His record setting year before it was broken last year by Kelsey was yeah, well, only five only touchdowns. Has, he has less than 20 touchdowns in his career. It's kind of crazy. He has exactly 20 touchdowns. Yeah. All right, here's a here's including the past two guys we just talked about. George Kittle and Dalton Schultz for Zach Moss, TJ Hawkinson, twenty twenty two second and twenty twenty two third. So basically two good players for two garbage pieces and TJ Hawkinson in the second. Yeah. Hey, give me Kittle and Schultz. <laughs> like that's come on, y'all. 
Like, why are we throwing Dalton Schultz in the trade? Like he's worth nothing. Jesus, like, good God, that's ridiculous. That's an uh, yeah, that is a ridiculous trade. You should be ashamed of yourself. Okay, here's <laughs> we here's need to out one. These people publicly. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one. Uh, George Kittle for Hawkinson and Derrick Henry. Oh my God! Oh. Give me Derrick Henry. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, give, me, give me the Henry side. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I like Kittle, but what the? F- what? George Kittle, like this isn't the running back episode, but. Derrick Henry yes. seems like an offseason. It's like, don't buy him immediately at the start of the season. Buy him now uh, yeah. as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. George Kittle for Van Jefferson in a 2022 first. Here, I, I would probably lean the Kittle side. Yeah, Kittle. Yeah, I'm going yeah Kittle. I will. Just like, give me the established player. Yeah. Again, it. If it's a really early first... Yeah, I'm assuming that that's an early first at the very least in that trade. Even... I would take... Even if that was the .01, I would take the Kittle side. Because, like, who is the .01? Like, Uh, Kenneth Walker? I think right now it's, like, Matt Corral. Yeah. ADP. I just don't trust any of these quarterbacks right now where I would just say, give me George Kittle. Okay. Here's an interesting one. Brandon, Ayuk, Rashad Bateman in the 2022 first for DK Metcalf, George Kittle. Give me George Kittle. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Kittle. That's pretty easy. I would take DK over both of those wide receivers, not combined, but like one for one, I would take DK over Brandon Ayuk and Rashad Bateman, and yeah, Brandon. Rashad Bateman and Brandon Ayuk are both the third weapon on their team, at least. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's another one, including a tight end we talked about: Cordell Patterson and George Kittle, or Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryermuth, and two thirds. Somebody hates so, the Steelers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is mm. Mm, this is close. Yeah. Say that again. So Cordell so, Patterson, George Kittle, or Deontay and Pat Fryer moved in two thirds. I, I really like most, Deontay. I think the most valuable asset is Deontay. Yeah. In this trade. And second is probably Kittle, and then Fryer move, and then Patterson, and the thirds. Actually, mm. I like. I would mm. take George Kittle over Deontay Johnson. Uh, it's they're not that much different to me, uh, in value, but I think I would prefer George Kittle. That's tough. I think it's that a good trade. That is a tough trade, yeah. I think it's fair, but I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd trade. I don't know if I like it, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah like, like, I don't see what the point value. is. Yeah. Because usually what, how trades go is you just sacrifice 
you either get the person you like or you sacrifice future for now or the other way around. And I just don't mm-hmm. really see the point of the trade beyond like you just getting the players you want. Right, here's another one. George Kittle for Dallas Goddard in a 23 first. I would take the Goddard side. Yeah. Me too. Goddard side. Yeah, Goddard since... Goddard is like 25 points or 5 points a game kind of guy. Yeah. If if you If you're playing Dynasty Best Ball, that's like a must-have. Dallas Goddard is kind of like just... Mark Andrews just like ultra light. Like he's not as good in any way as Andrews, but like in pretty similar situations. Oh, uh, let's see. Any other trades that are worth mentioning? Oh, here's one. T Higgins for George Kittle straight up. Taking T Higgins. T Higgins, yeah. He's yeah. like five years younger. It is, I said by T. Higgins earlier. I have a whole thing on T. Higgins. Like, I would take T. Higgins over C.D. Lamb. I get that. George yeah. or A.J. Brown straight up. Give me A.J. Brown there. Yeah, A.J. Yeah, Brown. Brown. Um, let's see. The biggest problem with Kittle is just that I don't know how the offense is going to look. Because, like, I don't know. Like, if right. Trey Lance is just, like, beast mode, like, he could be next year, like, a like a top. He could be, like, in the 7,000s. But he could also be in, like, the 4,000s if Trey Lance is just, like, kind of garbage. But, like, they put so much capital into him, you have to suffer through it for a while. Here's one. George Kittle for Noah Fant in a 2022 second. I think that I want, yeah, I want there. I don't know. Uh, all those Denver pass catchers. Yeah, uh, I'm not. It's I'm so not. Cool. I'm not too big on Fant. They have I'm so many lower than consensus on. I do like Alberto though as a sneaky buy right now because he costs literally nothing and he's like just as athletic as Noah Fant. Hmm. You like. Noah Fant is competing. Not like the backfield has Javante Williams at least, and then maybe Melvin Gordon, and then also like KJ Hamler is going to come back. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, and like they just don't have like the quarterback yet. To like mm-hmm. so like I would not want to start Noah Fant in a league for a while. Yeah. I'd rather start Dalton Schultz in the league. Than no, factual. Him. Very factual. All right. George Kittle for Calvin Ridley. I'd take the Kittle side. Oh, by yeah. far, I'm taking Kittle. Yeah. Even if Calvin Ridley just came back, like said he's coming back, like that'd be... I would like slightly lean Kittle because Calvin Ridley's not young. And we don't know what's going on with the with the Falcons in general and how Kyle Pitts will affect the George Kittle for Nick Chubb, straight up. This is tough because they're both older. Yeah. I'd say Kittle. Yeah. 
Nick Chubb's just like I'm not saying I have Nick Chubb and I like him, but like when Kareem Hunt comes back and the Browns like have any somewhat like decent like if the Browns get like Garrett Wilson or something and they can like pass the ball at all. Like I just don't see him being like that fantasy relevant. George Kittle for Devontae Adams. Okay, give me Devontae. Devontae. <laughs> Here's a here's a very uh, risky trade. I like I like the cojones on this man, George Kittle and Jordan Love for Deshaun Watson. You are assuming a lot of things with this trade. Yeah, and I don't I don't I don't know if it's necessarily safe to assume all the things that you're assuming. Honestly, I'm not going to get into the Deshaun Watson situation, but you're assuming a lot with this trade. I'm going to be very brief. I think Deshaun Watson is going to play football in the NFL again. Oh, I do too. I just, I just think it's a matter of what year. Because he's still, I think he's still on trial, technically. I think, Doesn't I think it he start said, in February? Yeah, I think so. I think he said, like, he's, like, really confident that, like, the legal situation will go away. I don't know, like, if you're, like, a teammate or something with Deshaun Watson, I don't know how you're feeling. I don't know. That situation's so weird. Yeah. I don't know what side I would lean here. I kind of hate the trade for everyone involved, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'd take Kittle, the Kittle side, but I also... I'm not a huge fan of Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know how this was pulled off. George Kittle for Austin Hooper in his second. What? <laughs> I don't know how you were able to do that. <laughs> that <means> winning in life. It's <laughs> a trade. I'm not sure how that. That, that can't be real. I'm sorry. Like the dude after he pulled that trade off, you know, Thanos scene where he's like, "It's, it's, it's finally over." He's just, yeah. I won. <laughs> he's just sitting making food and cooking. <laughs> all right, I think that's all the trades that are worth uh, analyzing. Right. All right. Well, yeah, I think uh, we we got through some really good uh, buy lows and sell highs, and some general analysis. Um, if you've learned nothing from this, uh, send out offers for Dalton Schultz and maybe George Kittle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mark Andrews, Andrews, buy him now. Um, anything else to add? Uh, that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I have. Yeah. Dynasty off season is just around the corner. Very excited to uh, embark on that journey. Uh, as we all know, Dynasty never stops. That's what makes it better than Redraft. Um, yeah. Uh, next week, I think I think I said we're talking about running backs. And then we'll probably do a couple episodes where we just strictly talk buy lows and sell highs. Um along with 
what to do with your roster during this period of the off season. And uh, then, very exciting, we'll be talking about some draft prospects. Very excited to do that. But, uh, yeah, that's all we got for today. Uh, hopefully you guys had a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate. Um, happy New Year's, too. And go Bearcats. Yes, go Bearcats. Uh, Desmond Ritter, lead us to the promised land. Um, yeah, I think that that's it. We will see you guys next time. See you, everybody. Yep. See you guys. See ya. See ya.